Good morning, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of A Vision for You. My name is Leah M., Recovered Compulsive Overeater, and the moderator for this morning. Today is Sunday, November 20th, 2022. The share ID numbers for Friday, November 18th are the following. For the 7 a.m. Eastern Big Book Study, 19,654, that's 19654. And for the 10 a.m. Eastern Big Book Study, 19,655, that's 19655. This morning, A Vision for You presents an Attitude of Gratitude meeting. The Big Book teaches us that to get over drinking or for us, compulsive overeating, will require a transformation of thought and attitude. Being grateful for our blessings, for favors bestowed on us by others or by our higher power, stands at the core of all relationships. With gratitude, a new world truly comes into view. Gratitude enables us to see the world with positivity, with warm and loving eyes, to keep our relationships with family and friends fresh and vibrant, to serve God with sincere joy and a thankful heart. And lack of gratitude, well, that leads to bitterness, anger, conflict, and unhappiness. New attitudes such as gratitude certainly demand effort and hard work to incorporate into our thoughts, our hearts, our minds, and our actions. By cultivating a spirit of gratitude throughout the day, both in happy times and definitely stressful ones, we are far better able to cope with the frustrations and disappointments and maintain a loving and happy spirit. We are better able to live undisturbed. This is a discipline which requires lifelong, constant effort and daily practice. It's a lifestyle. Gratitude is the most important component of happiness. Let's think about it. All happy people are grateful. And ungrateful people cannot be happy. We tend to think that it is being unhappy that leads people to complain. But it truly is truer to say that it is complaining that leads to people becoming unhappy. Become grateful and you will become a much happier person. When we give thanks to God for the blessings in our lives, we inculcate gratitude in ourselves. Developing an attitude of gratitude involves constant use of the mind and constant self-discipline and connection with God. Of course, everyone sometimes struggles in life, but it is helpful to know that our internal struggle is coming from our attitudes and the way we are thinking about circumstances. And if our attitude shifts to an attitude of gratitude, 
our entire experience of the circumstances will change. We are better able to live the art of living undisturbed. So, this morning I invite the fellowship to participate in this special edition by sharing some of the experiences that you've had, some of the blessings that have been bestowed upon you as you've trudged this road in the program of recovery. How have you been able to change your attitudes to an attitude of gratitude? So let's get started. I'll take a list of names for those who would like to share approximately three minutes Please time yourself if you could. Penny E. Penny B. Robin. Robin G. Christina J. Christina J. Leah Audrey M. P. Sarah Leah. Okay, let me tell you who I heard, and I missed many. My apologies. Penny E, I believe I heard Robin P, Christina J, Rick J, Sarah Leah, I did not get your last initial, and Leah S. Who did I miss? Noelle E, Noelle E, Katie D, Liz E, Liz E, Katie G, Dana P, Tamara C, I believe. I heard. Yes. Okay. Here's my list at this point. And, of course, we'll grab more names after we conclude this list. I have Penny E., Robin P., I believe I heard, Christina J., Rick J., Sarah Leah, Leah S., Noel E., Roz G., Liz E., Katie G., Dana P., Tamara C. So if everybody could mute, and let's start with Penny E. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Thank you, Leah. I can't believe I was the first one you heard. I hope I didn't uh, talk over you speaking. Anyway, good morning. Uh, Penny E. recovered in South Jersey, compulsive overeater. Very grateful for this meeting, grateful for you, Leah, your humility. You were the one that got this whole thing started. Uh, I don't know if people know that, but thank you for everybody that keeps this meeting going. Gratitude. Uh, Almost 20 years ago, My husband was killed in a motorcycle accident, and I was with him, severely injured, severely injured, abstinent and sober, and my husband was abstinent and sober. And gratitude, because of this program, because I've been living and breathing uh, this way of life for a very long time, um, I immediately went into, he was my soulmate, he was my soulmate. If I could have, we did everything together. I say, if, we could have sat, if I could have sat on the toilet with him, I would have, but I didn't do that. But he was gone. I, I woke up in the ambulance. I knew he was gone. His presence was gone. My soulmate was gone. First thing I said to the people in the, in the um, ambulance is that I'm a recovering uh, drug addict and food addict. I cannot have narcotics. I cannot have a sugar uh, IV. And I kept going in and out and in and out. But the gratitude 
I immediately went into, immediately, thank you, God. He was sick. My, rich, my Richard, Richard had a lot of medical problems, uh, and uh, we probably would have been in hospice within the year. So thank you, God. Thank you, God. He died what he, doing what he loved most, riding a motorcycle. Thank you, God. He was with the person that he wanted to be with the most, me. Thank you, God. I'm okay. I'm able to live. I'm able to continue my life. You know, thank you, God, that he was sober, drug-free, and abstinent, uh, recovered in all those programs, no smoking, when he died. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for this opportunity that we were on this trip. You know, he didn't suffer. Thank you, God. He didn't suffer. He died right there at the scene of the accident. Thank you, God. I don't remember anything about the accident. Nothing. In God's wisdom, he took all my memory away. I have no memory of being in fear or the accident or anything. I woke up in the ambulance. So uh, gratitude, and it's really about practicing. It's just as easy to meditate on I'm grateful. Even if I don't think like it's something to be grateful for, look for the blessings, Penny. Look, and I learned that in these rooms. Look for the, there's always something to be grateful for. If nothing else, I'm abstinent. Food's not an option. You know, plus the other things that I'm uh, addicted to. So I think I probably went on for my three minutes. I love you. Arms around everybody in this meeting. Love you. God bless. Have a beautiful God-filled holiday season, everybody. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Penny E. Robin P. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm Robin P. And I'm a very, very grateful recovered compulsive overeater. And we're currently in Cinque Terre, Italy. And, um... I'm so grateful for you, Leah, and everyone. Oh, my gosh, getting emotional. Um, you know, a vision I just see in my life, and um, I've been abstinent I'm coming up on seven years by God's grace one day at a time, and um, my husband and I are traveling around Europe for three months, 23 cities and towns. Um, we're city shopping to see if we want to live here for part of the year because we were tired. And all of this is through the grace of the program. You know, I've met so many people on the lines here. And I have such a great God squad. I have an amazing sponsor. So many people who are just my lifeline. You know, um, I believe that the cross is a symbol of spirituality. And if I just have a vertical line up to God, it's just a line. If I just have a horizontal line to people, it's just a line. I need both. I need my connection to God and to my fellows. And I'm so grateful for all of you and getting to do service on this meeting means the world to me. Um, I'm just so grateful I get to meet people in Europe uh, in this program. Vision is a godsend. It is literally a gift from God. Um, I do a gratitude list every day. And I send a 10 and 11 to my sponsor every night. And my gratitude with whatever I focus on expands. And, you know, um, I'm, I'm a I'm an organic gluten-free vegan. So it's really fun traveling to Europe as a gluten-free vegan. And um, But it's possible because God takes such good care of me. And God bless everybody with a very blessed abstinence day and holiday. And thank you so much, Liam. I'm sending you a huge hug, everybody. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you, Robin P. Christine J., your turn. Good morning, everyone. Christina J. from the state of North Carolina today. And I am on the verge of tears. My heart is full. 
For the last three years, I've been abstinent on Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and Halloween. This year, I had a relapse, and but I'm abstinent again now on this coming Thanksgiving because of this program and the people that started this program. So grateful. God has guided all of us to come together on this day. I'm grateful for my life and that today I can just be in today. I'm learning how to do that. I've never known how to do that. I've had many, many painful experiences in my life since birth, lots of trauma, lots of up and down, and then my own hand trying to force my way to being famous, to being popular, to being loved, to being respected, to being cherished, trying to make that happen, trying to manipulate everyone to do that for me. When I walked with God my whole life, I didn't realize I could sit and breathe in and out peacefully now in my 11th step work and that whatever God would guide me to do would bring me to that place as he did this morning. It was very hard to meditate. I picked up a book. The book was right on. It opened my heart like a lotus flower. I turned on some music. It opened my heart deeper. So God guides us to do what he needs us to do for us to connect with him. And what does that do for me? Does it make me feel all proud of myself and want to go out and show off? No, it makes me want to be of service to others. My compassion grew out of that lotus flower opening this morning like something I've never experienced. My most hated enemies I prayed for, I cared about, I loved. The people that have done the most heinous acts in this world, I prayed for them because they're going to suffer. They're going to suffer mightily as time goes on, as they come to come to realize what they've done. So it's very interesting this program brings us on a soul path that opens us up to live fully before we die. I want to have joy today. It's my birthright to have joy. I don't have to struggle and worry. God said, what are you worried about money for, girl? I'm taking care of you. You get what you need. You don't have to be frivolous. Get what you need and carry forward. We don't have to worry about anything when we trust fully in our Father or whatever your higher power might be. Grateful to all of my sponsees that I've helped through the years and they've helped me, that God helped helped me help them. I didn't do it. Grateful to everyone on this line. Every word means something to me. Even if it pisses me off, it helps me. Grateful to this new place I live. My life is turned upside down and I'm having to come to terms with, oh my God, at 64, I turned 64 on Thanksgiving. I'm in a new place with a new life, with a new job, new home. What more could a person want besides being of service to others? So I thank you all. I love you all. Thank you all so much. I pass. Thank you, Christina J. Next up, Rick J. Good morning, Leah. Thanks so much for your service, and uh, glad to be here. My name is Rick J. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in North Carolina, along with Christina J. Um, and good to hear everybody. I think where I'm I'm landing, you know, in my gratitude is just it's the little simple moments that hit me. And you know, and when I when I think about these moments as they come in, I see them for what they are. Um just true miracles. And I used to not be able to see that. I was too um too deep into the bondage of self to be able to truly experience uh, my life but most importantly I was truly incapable of 
of experiencing true love. And uh, for me, that's, that's my higher power living within me. And I'm so grateful for that. You know, a year ago, um, my daughter, who just turned 20 was, uh, was locked up in a psychiatric ward for, uh, you know, an overdose. And, um, you know, before that she, uh, she was locked up for 10 days for, uh, you know, suicidation. And then she's been in, um, treatment, uh, residential for her anorexia bulimia. Um, she just is finishing up her third treatment and, uh, you know, but where my gratitude came in and it was such a little simple thing, but you know, she's back home now and I see that life back in her eyes and to be able to just be there with her as a recovered father, I can't fix her. Um, I can't save her, but I can love her and I can be there for her. And, I can show up for her as the father that God intended me to be for her. But I'd sent her a picture um, when she's away in her, she's in uh, partial hospitalization now. And, um, you know, and she always asks for pictures of our cats. And so I'll take pictures of them and send them to her. And, um, you know, and we were having a family gathering yesterday and, um, it was just such a little simple thing, but, uh, she was walking around saying, um, Hey, look, everybody, I'll look at this beautiful picture. My dad sent me of the cats and she's never, I mean, I can't remember her ever doing that. And just, you know, just her saying the words, my dad and, you know, and just showing people something that I'd given her, it was a little thing, but for me, for seeing those beautiful eyes, just like not connecting into this world to be so to so much in her own bondage of self and in her disease that she was just living this life apart from us and so isolated just like me just like me and to see her coming into life you know like growing her wings and starting to fly you know it's just it's just a beautiful beautiful experience and uh, you know when one day at a time life doesn't have to be perfect but for me i can show up i can be connected to my higher power and i'm connected to love i can connect with you and get close to you and leave myself behind and feel close to god and that's just something that works for me in gratitude just in gratitude this god of my understanding with that i pass thank you rick j sarah Leia, your turn My name's Sarah Leah, very grateful member of OA. Um, I am grateful for so many things. I've had a very interesting life. Um, I'm grateful for my 40 years in OA. I mean, my 40 abstinent years in OA. Um, By the grace of God and a lot of work with the steps, et cetera. It's just heaven. I'm grateful for my husband of 59 years, who is still very healthy. I'm grateful for my five kids and their spouses and grandchildren. So last May, I got COVID. And I have long COVID. So for two months, I couldn't get out of bed. I mean, I, my husband could help me get out of bed, but I was just out of it. And, um, and then it's just... I got better, 
from that for sure. Um, and then um, it's just been up and down how this goes. You know, I have a good week, and then and then I I go back. Um, so this week was one of those weeks when I had a relapse for no reason that I could figure out. Um, and um, but I'm grateful for COVID because it has taught me so much. It certainly taught me patience. Um, it's taught, I accepted it for some reason right from the beginning. I just accepted that I had it. Um, however, you know, I had a good couple of weeks and then the relapse this week for no reason. I just couldn't figure it out. And I was not grateful. <laughs> um, but then I went to a meeting and then um, somebody said, everything happens in God's time. And that really helped me. So I'm so grateful for this program that I get to hear everybody in this line. And then I get to go to my meetings here uh, outside. And I live in Florida, so I can go to outside person-to-person meetings, which is just wonderful. Uh, my sister drives me. I can't really drive. And um, anyway, that's my gratitude. I'm grateful that... Um, have my sister's doing thanks she lives right next to me in the house next door she's doing thanksgiving because i can't do it and um but i'll be able to walk next door i hope okay thank you for letting me share i i love this i love the vision for you and thank you so much leah for starting it and continuing with it thank you thank you sarah leah Thank you. Leah S., your turn. Good morning, everyone. This is Leah S., gratefully recovered in Brooklyn, New York. So my gratitude, first and foremost, my gratitude is to Vision, to all you wonderful fellows from Vision who have steered me, who have patiently, um, absolutely um, listened to me, because I was the real McCoy. I came all broken up. I came uh, completely um, angry and um, and 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 then so so unbelievably um, uh, screwed up. I I was eating all the time, all the time, but I was chewing actually. I didn't even feel my food. My life has turned more than a 180-degree angle. I've learned to have empathy. I've learned to understand the people that I live with. I've learned to get along with everyone. I've learned to um, forgive and and to become um, more understanding to my sister and my brother. I've learned how to make amends when I am supposed to make amends. And most important of all, I've learned to say no when expectations are beyond my capacity. And I've learned that in these rooms. I've learned that through the 10-step. I've learned that through all of the steps and through your guidance. And, uh, of course, with God's help. Nothing goes without God's help. But I can say that even today in my medical um, unbelievable um, 
things that I'm going through now that are unknown, I am so grateful because it's out of my hands. I don't know what's going on with me. The doctors don't either. So definitely there's God that definitely does know. But I'm grateful because I'm I'm functioning. I'm functioning despite these. And not only functioning, but I'm so happy that I don't have to worry about it. And God will do whatever he has to do. That that level is 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 just unbelievable. I'm so grateful to all of you guys. I don't want to mention names because I'm never going to stop. But every one of you have helped me in my recovery. Thank you very much. I pass. Thank you, Leah S. Noelle E. Your turn. Hello, this is Noelle E. Gratefully recovered here in Louisiana. I mean, smiling from ear to ear. Thank you so much uh, for your service, Leah. Um, and everyone on this line, um, I'm filled with gratitude right now. I could stop sharing right now. <laughs> um, but I uh, I am just so moved by what everybody's sharing. And uh, I, what I'm grateful for is, um, is this moment right now. Uh, and what that means is I'm alone with myself. Uh, I'm alone here in my house. I have three little kids um, and a husband who I love dearly. Uh, and yesterday they went to my in-laws for two nights. Um, and I'm in our house uh, alone with myself. And that is uh, what I was praying to God with my gratitude this morning. Because uh, in the disease, I, I couldn't be alone with myself. I, if I was alone with myself, it was abuse upon abuse upon abuse. It was like... You know, because uh, I, I was hiding so much in, you know, in the disease. And so when I was alone, I could, you know, binge on the couch or binge standing at my kitchen counter or any of that kind of stuff. And, uh, and my thoughts were just, um, you know, continuing to say, you're the problem, you're the problem. While you're alone, you better do something, you know, miraculous, like uh, do all the laundry in the house or uh, purge or, Purge, but I mean like purge clutter, um, you know, or, or something like that. Like do something productive. Show that this time, run a half marathon. Show that this time that you were alone was productive because um, if you're just with yourself, what a waste of time. And uh, because God loves me and God is what defines me, not, you know, anything I've done in the past or my children or my husband, um, I can be alone with myself and be grateful for what God has given me, which is this, this person, you know, I get to be a vessel for the love of God that God fills in me and I can, you know, eat an abstinent breakfast and not think about food again all day. Cause I've already committed it to my sponsor. And, um, and like a lot of people have shared, I send gratitudes every morning, uh, to my sponsor. I send gratitudes in the evening and, um, I just, I could not be more grateful. And also, I, I, I can't, like, I can't believe I'm sharing on a Sunday special edition. I'm grateful for that, you know, because that's, like, such a weird thing as a visionary. Um, and I, I've thought about it before, and what, what a way to take the edge off. Like, we're just all here, grateful to be here. Uh, no one's in any more advanced position than the other. So, um, yeah, this is beautiful, guys. 
what a way, what a way. Um, and I never get to listen to this live. Like I'm always listening to the recordings because of all the people I mentioned before that live in my house and the Sunday morning is just like not the time to listen to vision live. Um, so God is good. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Noel Eve. Next, we have Roz G. Star one ton mute, Roz. Good morning, everybody. This is Roz G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Palmdale, California. I would like to say thank you to uh, Vision for You. I think I've been around about five years now. And the question was posed, uh, how has our attitude changed? And the big book says, with, with, with this attitude, you cannot fail. What attitude? Attitude of an open mind, a, a, a mind of to open up to new ideas and to change. And before program, I was a jealous B-word on wheels, jealous, angry B-word, and wasn't grateful for anything. And this these 12 steps and this way of life have taught, have given me an attitude of gratitude. And one way to put that into action is to make gratitude lists. And I send a gratitude list to someone every day. And I have every single day for, I don't even know how long, probably a good year now. Um, over the past year, I took my, a dream trip to Israel Um and, you know, as a person in the Christian faith, I visited the Holy Land and got to see um, my Bible come alive. To me, that was a dream come true. It was amazing. I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to do that. And I'm grateful for the nightly Zoom meetings that I attend. They are a vision for you. And... um they are on Zoom, and I, I got to, I've, I've developed, you know, close friendships with many of the people in this meeting who attend that meeting, and I get to see them on camera every day. I'm so grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful that this year a theme has been given to me to be a whole person. I'm facing my loneliness and my singleness. It's been a long time, and I'm not going to live my life um, thinking about how lonely I am. God has given me a life to live and to give and to be a vessel of, of service. And so I've, um, I'm, I'm grateful that I don't have to have that, that forlorn, lonely attitude, that I can focus on what can I do to give. Like the big book says, giving rather than getting is the, is the guiding principle. And so I've been focusing on give, being a servant, being a giver, being whole, and just cherishing my children, my parents who are still on this earth, my dogs who show me unconditional love, my friends in this program, my friends at work. And I'll just end by saying since I've been had this attitude and been such a better person, I believe in God's eyes, my work has changed so much. I have a much lighter load. I have a, I'm a coach to teachers, and I didn't even ask. It just came. When I was trying, you know, trying to get, I wasn't getting anything. When I give, it comes in God's time. Thank you, and I pass.
Thank you, Roz G. Liz E., we'll hear from you now. Um, good morning, good afternoon. My name is Liz E., E for elegant. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in the southwest of England, living in a city called Bristol. Um, thank you so much, and what an honor that I uh, you heard my name. I have just got my heart is just full of gratitude for um, OA, for this meeting, the fellows on this call. Many of you help me, and I speak to you, and I share my texts and step tens with you. And wow, I'm just in a very different place today than I was two and a half years ago. And I will never stop uh, being grateful for the day that I got that very random WhatsApp message from somebody at the very beginning of the pandemic, maybe the first weekend um, that we went into lockdown over here. And uh, it said, come to a um, retreat in Cork. And I thought, well, I can't do that because I'm in Bristol and we're locked down. But of course, it was all on Zoom. And it was amazing and it changed my life. And that began the journey of recovery. I've been in OA about 10 years and so kind of slipped and slided and ducked and dived for seven and a half years. And I just know that I am powerless over everything. And I've had an amazing uh, time with my sponsor before this meeting just really talking about how to navigate, you know, the stuff in my life. Um, but that's the problem. I'm trying to navigate it. I'm trying to use self-will. And that is why it's going wrong. Um, you know, I've got a 17-year-old daughter who's really gorgeous. But I'm really struggling with where to push her, where to encourage her, where to hold back. Because she's struggling emotionally with, with her schoolwork and all sorts of other things going on in her life. So, But of course, I am powerless over what my daughter Lucy does and how she thinks. And um, I, it had become that obsession. I had triggered the obsession and the ruminating and the mental twist in my mind. And, you know, so isn't that just amazing? I have not needed to eat on these things. But I know that I need to take action. And I've taken a lot of action this weekend. I've done a lot of outreach, been to a number of meetings, um, picked up a new sponsee who I'm going to connect with shortly, because I knew that I was beginning to feel more disturbed at this time with various things going on in my life. And more disturbance means more action for me means I need to recover, recover, recover. And to recover, 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 I have to take more action. I have to pay more attention to my recovery. Um, I have a higher power today that I can connect with and not think that I have to do the navigating. It's God does my navigating. My higher power does my navigating. And with that, I'll leave it. Thanks a million. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Liz E. Next, we'll hear from Katie G. 
Hey, Leah. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is Katie G. Recovered in Boston from bulimia and anorexia. Thank you so much. Um, it's such a pleasure to be a member of Overeaters Anonymous, and I never thought that I would ever say that. I mean, I wanted to be like a cocaine addict or a drunk or something sexier. Um, but the truth is, you know, I'm not, and uh, what I do with food is not particularly sexy. I remember being a little girl before I ever used food and feeling empty on the inside and feeling like I should be somebody else doing something else with some other people at some other time. And I've been in the rooms of Overeaters Anonymous for 18 years. Um, and I, I, I have been teachable, but I've also been not teachable. And I'm grateful for the truth. I'm grateful that I'm surrounded by um, a tribe of people who didn't let me die. Um, I'm grateful for people who saw me um, really sick. And my solution was let me go to a hospital, right, and, like, put up my feet and be pampered. And thanks be to God to my my uh, my sister who said, you don't need a hospital. You need to grow up. And she was right. Thanks be to God to um, my friend of over 10 years who said, you know, you're, you're, you're really sick and this is what you need to do. And the truth is I was so unteachable. And um, I just I just spent my life worshiping things that, could, that I thought could fill me up. And the truth is when I remove everything, when God, excuse me, I did not remove, when God has removed everything. So, you know, to be candid, it's not complicated for me to put down food, um, the sugar and flour, what's hard is to put down those addictive food behaviors, like the scale, like those things that I always thought were my happy thought, right? And I had to put those entirely down because that was the only way that God could ever get to me. And there's a quote in the AA 12 and 12 that says, it is only by repeated humiliation and the final crushing blow of my self-sufficiency and that's really where I got to is just this repeated humiliation. And um, you know what? <laughs> I'm teachable today. Thanks be to God for everyone. I have a friend, a new friend who I could be her mom. And she continues to humble me and teach me. And, um, you know, because I have an ego that thinks who's going to teach me, you know. And uh, I'm just a student of life today. And I'm so grateful I'm grateful for the search and rescue mission that gave me a miracle and a purpose to live today, which is to help others. And uh, thank you, everyone who's here. Lots of love. Thank you, Katie G. Dana P., your turn. Good morning, Dana P. in California. Thank you, Leah. First of all, I'm grateful to you. And it's so interesting. I think about all the people here on the line, and there's over 400, I'm certain, um, and multiply that by three minutes, uh, I would be amazingly awed if every single person had the opportunity to share. We'd definitely be here all day long. <laughs> and it just occurs to me that um, communicating with uh, a person here on the line uh, through these, this program and never actually spoken to them in person. And it's beautiful. I mean, I, I, I've heard... I've heard the teachable, um, and what I what I know today is that now I can learn to be a better person. And the whole idea about grateful and gratitude 
um, what what my experience has been is that it's all about acceptance, acceptance of what is right in this moment. And that doesn't mean that it doesn't change because I'm a changed person. God's changed me in a huge way um, over the past two and a half years working these steps. And uh, yesterday, my sister and I, whom I had so much judgment about, um, done a lot of amends with, we went up to the mountains for the first time since the big fire. um, And I was in so much fear of doing that. And it's a lot of devastation, a lot of devastation. Um, We took my brother and my mother's ashes to spread them um, up on the hill. And we had this idea of how we were going to do it. And it turned out the wind, we've learned to always uh, throw the ashes into the wind, not against the wind. And so we turned and we threw them literally towards where we could see all of the devastation. And in the process of doing that, Um, each throwing handful by handful and they intermingled together and it was amazing how the sun literally sparkled off of the bone flex and the crazy thing of it is that I could see and I don't know what it was God God's whatever handiwork there Um, and I asked my sister said oh my god do you see it and she said see what and over and over again it was like fireworks again Um, And I looked up in the sky and I realized that I'm not in control of anything, not in control of whether someone lives or dies or does what I think they should do, not in control of whether the fire comes and burns up all the, I'm not in control of any of it. I'm powerless. And it's like the steps, those first three steps again, I'm powerless. God, take me, take me and show me what to do. And I'm so grateful immensely grateful for the opportunity to be a part of this program it's it's an amazing miracle so thanks i'm going to pass with that everybody have a great great uh, week thank you dana p next we'll hear from tamra c good morning this is tamra c gratefully recovered in missouri and I'm grateful for you, Leah. I'm grateful for this opportunity to be heard. I'm I'm grateful that I'm learning that I get to be heard, that I'm worthy, that my experience has value. I'm grateful that I, I am learning in this program with the help of this meeting and this fellowship, um, the spiritual action that I can take to live my life in a new way, the way that I've I've always wished that I could, uh, free of a lot of things like food obsession and needing to run the show and being stuck in fear and self-centeredness. I uh, wanted to do those things, but I didn't know how. And and now I'm learning how. I'm learning how to live in the steps and in the solution and, and in a spiritual relationship with a higher power that works. I'm grateful for um, learning authenticity in my relationships. I'm grateful for kindness to myself and others, for awareness of my feelings and um, acceptance of them and action that I can take to uncover what's going on, what's involved, and, and to gently change my thinking from my flawed ideas to the new God ideas that work. 
I'm very grateful for my sponsor who guides me in all of this by sharing her own experience, strength, and hope. And for um, recovered fellows, um, my I, I'm going through something, and my sponsor encouraged me to reach out to fellows, and he said, "See if you're like the only one who <laughs> who has to deal with this." And um, of course, sure enough, I'm not, and I I got to learn that I'm not alone. And I got to learn a lot of um, uh, tools that I can use from the experience of, of other recovered fellows. And I don't have to stay trapped in anxiety, which is just a miracle, thanks to all of this, um, all of the step work, the service, the nightly review, the prayer and meditation, the 10 steps, just returning to a higher power and the love and acceptance of that higher power just knowing that I'm never alone, I'm never abandoned. Um, all of I, I still experience fear and anger and self-centeredness, but I, I just have this new awareness of it, and I don't have to stay trapped in it. And that's just an, an amazing miracle. And I'm I'm overwhelmed with gratitude. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Tamara C. Well, we are gathered together today to focus on gratitude. What blessings are in your hearts, on your minds today? That's our focus this morning. Everyone has an opportunity to share their experience with gratitude for living this 12-step way of life. Sharing time, approximately three minutes. Please time yourselves, and let's get another list. Thus far, I haven't done so well. Let me tell you who I have. I have Ronica, Elaine G, Harlan G, and Reggie O. Who did I miss? Audrey M. Irene L. B. Judith Audrey Eileen. Alexis F. Alexis F. Anita Laurel B. Anita J. Joy B. Rhonda L. Irini M. Irini. Joni C. Joni C. Judith S. P. And Judith. Linda. Patty K. Linda R. Patty K. Elaine F. from New York City. <laughs> Elaine Heather F. M. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, let me tell you who I have. Veronica, Elaine G., Harlan G., Reggie O., Audrey, Eileen, Alexis F., Anita J., Laurel, Joy, Edini M., Joni C., Judith S. P., Linda R., Patty K., Elaine F. Who did I miss? Okay, let's begin our list with Veronica.
Veronica. Star one, Veronica. Thank you so much, Leah. Uh, beautiful meeting, beautiful opportunity. Thank you. Veronica C. from New York. And, um, you know, I thought of all these different things that I could say I'm grateful for because I am. I'm very grateful for my life today. Extremely grateful for what I have in the present moment, which is the beauty and the joy and the love of knowing that I am truly loved and appreciated. But I wanted to recognize, because it's been on my mind for a couple of weeks with dreams that I am having, that my ancestors, you know, I'm a composite of them. There is a, There are so many parts of me that I recognize that are from a grandmother or a, a grandfather or an uncle or my mother or a sibling. And all of these people have passed on even more so. But I really want to recognize them and, and the gratitude that I have because they are part of me. And I want to recognize the love that was given to me through all of these people, through all of these years, who knows how long it has been that this has come to make Veronica, Veronica. But it's very important for me, as a matter of fact, I'm making an ancestor wall in my home, which I used to have one uh, in Brooklyn. And when we moved to Saratoga Springs, I, I didn't recreate it again. And I've decided because it's been coming into my mind when I wake up in the morning, I'm having many of these thoughts of, you know, uh, my history, my young history. And yes, there were not great times always, but that's not what I am remembering and that's not where my heart is. Because the biggest message that I really received, well, there's actually two of them. And one is to keep going no matter what, never Never give up. No matter where you are, no matter what your situation is, no matter where you are in your recovery, never give up. Because we can always do that. We can always succumb to the voices that are in us that tell us that, you know, we're not worth it. It's not important. But don't do that. That's where I'm really, really loving right now is that I'm choosing not to go into those dark places. And I know it's because of recovery. I know that it's because of the beautiful messages that I hear. I know it's because of meetings, because of doing step work, because of doing all of the things that I do to help myself in my own recovery. The other message is that love is all there really is. Love is all there is. And there is nothing more important than love in this world. And sometimes it's really hard to really express that because for some reason we have these messages that tell us that it's too mushy of a thing to discuss or to give. But love is really, it's, it's the riding energetic force in this universe, which to me is also God. And with that, I'm very grateful today. Thank you so much. With that, I pass. Thank you, Veronica. Elaine G. Hey, hi, everybody. This is Elaine G. from New York, New York City. 
and, and uh, the Borough Queens. And anyway, uh, I, I missed the speaker, which, sorry about that, but I was on the phone with my sponsor. But anyway, I know the, uh, it's uh, Attitude of Gratitude. That's, uh, this I know the, the topic is. So I heard it from him, you know, from my Vision for You meeting. Anyway, I want to say that uh, I am very grateful today. I'm grateful every day, but more grateful today than a lot of days. But uh, I just want to say that a couple of days ago, um, I'm going to have this friend of mine. Uh, she was a, uh, in a relationship with hard to deal with, and then I, I thought we'd be friends, and that was even harder because she seemed to want to boss me around and tell me what to do. And when she was going to come over, I said, I'm going to change her mind. You know, about this, that, uh, trying to be bossy, this, that. You know, and I was knocking myself out to the point that for two days, I just stayed in my pajamas for two days and got depressed over the whole thing. But anyway, uh, finally one night, I called one of my ex-sponsors, because at the time, I, I, I need a sponsor. You know, I mean, I have a sponsor, but she's not so good. I'm going I'm to look into another one. But anyway, an ex-sponsor, they always become friends of mine. But anyway, um, I mean, went through the 10th step on the phone, and then she told me to write about it in my journal, and uh, and then that night, I uh, ten o'clock that night, which is two days ago, I think, um, I went went to a big book study on the um, freedom from bondage. I thought, oh my God, they talk about me there in this chapter. But anyway, uh, and then I then I went to my God box, wrote in my journal to let go of the whole thing, and I woke up the next morning. I couldn't believe how much better I felt just from working the program, working the program, the stools, how much better I felt. And it's a miracle. I'm so grateful. But, um, and yes, I learned that no, I cannot change anybody's mind about anything. People that are controlling and bossy, I need to stay away from because that, that's something my father was. And, and uh, I'm just like very grateful for all the people in the program the fellowship, the network, my friends outside of OA, they are all there for me all the time, you know, and uh, to have that is is like a wonderful thing. Thank you. Thank you, Elaine G. Next, we'll hear from Harlan G. Thank you, Leah. Thank you very much. I'm Harlan G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. 43 years ago, I came into a place called Overeaters Anonymous in Chicago, Illinois. I was over 500 pounds at the time. I was 24 years old. I believed at that time that the torture and hell of this disease, the thoughts about food and death, the negative attitudes that I had, the physical discomfort that I had, were secret unto me. I did not believe that anybody else had these thoughts and feelings. And you collectively gave me your hand to hold And you nursed me through. And I'm alive today at 68 years of age. And I have lost 
over 500 pounds because I went up over 700 pounds. I've lost over 500 pounds and have maintained an abstinence for 23 plus years, almost 24. There is nothing in my 43 years in this program that has elevated the level of recovery in OA like a vision for you. Nothing. A vision for you has elevated the recovery level in this, in this program and has saved more lives than we can count. The sun will never set on the work that Leah, Melanie, Amy, Katie have done. Never. I am grateful and humbled by their efforts. And when we have a chance at the OA birthday coming up in January, January 13th, 14th, and 15th, to laugh together and cry together and be with each other or the conventions for vision, I think to myself how lucky we are because there's a place for us to go where the language of the heart is spoken and understood. What do we have in common, all of us? Nothing. But what do we have in common, all of us? Everything. We're the same person. And if you cut us, we'll all bleed red. But if you listen to us and you listen to the shares every day, you hear the voice of God. You hear the voice of recovery. What a blessing. What a blessing that every one of you is to the tapestry of this recovery program. I am grateful beyond measure that I'm walking. I'm on my second of three miles. I'm outside. I can get in and out of a car. I can get in and out of bed. I can wear clothes that are bought in a normal store. I don't have the time to describe the miracles of this program. I am so grateful and thank you from the bottom of my heart that each and every one of you get up and save my life every day. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Harlan G. Next, we'll hear from Reggie O. Good morning, Leah, and thank you so much for that beautiful introduction to introduction, that beautiful everything that you shared before leading us into this gratitude meeting. And um, I was thinking, you know, early on, I've been in program for a very long time. I've been in vision since 2016, and I'm, I'm great. I was uh, on the West Coast, and that there was no East Coast, uh, there was no West Coast time meeting, and all the vision meetings were four o'clock. And I had this big presentation coming up, and I knew I could eat before it, and I wasn't sure what to do because I knew I could blow it. And I remembered hearing a vision meeting uh, when I was in Georgia visiting my family at a reasonable time, seven o'clock, but it was four o'clock in California. So I knew there were recordings, and I listened to a recording. And, um, and I thought, boy, this is really good. This is good. This is good. Uh, but I'm not, there's no way I can get up before five o'clock in the morning. And, uh, so I listened to a couple of days of recordings and then I started automatically waking up before four o'clock. 
And uh, so that was, you know, that was my first introduction for God doing for me what I wasn't willing, you know, to do for myself. And, you know, and even as I was thinking of sharing today, I noticed a big, 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 big change in me because uh, I've gotten through a lot of my life with intellectual passion. And I've even done that in vision. I've even done that in sharing the big book. And, you know, and, and it's true. I mean, it's not that it's a false thing. I get very passionate about these ideas and understanding them and things like that. And I, I guess, you know, I, just over a year ago, my sister died um, from a, it was, it was a pretty horrible death on a ventilator after a month on a ventilator in COVID, with COVID. And I was with her every day uh, out here, but on, a, on a, uh, an iPhone video, uh, Zoom with, with her daughter. And, uh, you know, when she passed, it cracked my heart wide open. And I had always believed that, I had always believed that, um, that God doesn't create tragedy or God doesn't create sorrow, but that actually can make the best of whatever happens and turn something good from that. And the good for me that came from my sister's passing in that way was the cracking of my heart open. And it's like, you know, I still, I still have intellectual passion, but now it's like it's harder for me to share because I can't share if it's not coming from my heart, you know. And, and that makes me uh, sometimes feel very vulnerable, sometimes very humble, but it's opened up so much of a different kind of a world for me that I am so grateful for. And um, since that time, you know, and I've, I have gotten a lot in vision. And since that time, my life has been really blessed beyond measure, uh, I, it, taking me back to a spiritual practice that I had long left, you know, God, the God of our understanding, you know, it's all God, but it's the God of our understanding. Uh, I used to have a dream of just having a space of my own where I could write and be quiet. You know, I'm living outside of San Antonio, Texas in the hill country in a little 269 square foot cottage that my friends constructed for me. Never thought I'd be living here, but I have that time right now. And I'm beginning to see, you know, I wanted that a year ago. I have a little dog beside me named Sugar and she wasn't named for the white stuff, you know, but because she's so sweet. And uh, But it, it's, it's kind of perfect. I have people I can go to. I have a sponsor that is absolutely amazing. I And it's just amazing that I, I, I didn't know, and this is one other thing I'll share I'm grateful for. I didn't know. I always thought there would be a place to get to, and then I would be done. And now I know I'll never be done, and that's what I'm grateful for. So thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Reggie O. Next, we have Audrey M. This is this is Audrey M. P. from Southern California, and the sun is light outside. I'm so grateful for another day and for another opportunity to get it right. Um, Robin, not Robin, Leah, thank you for your unwavering service. And um, for all the shares that have gone before me, and welcome to any newcomers. I um, I have so many nuggets. I'm taking notes from all these shares and gratitude. I'm, I, I, I take notes in the morning. I write down a million phone numbers. I'm so grateful to have a fellowship and to have created some sort of God squad, um, as I've heard it said before. I love the horizontal line up to God and the and the uh, vertical line to others. I, I, you know, I don't have a lot. I, 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 I have abstinence from my bottom line. 
um, entire abstinence from my bottom lines for uh, over 29 years. And, you know, coming to vision and learning about entire abstinence in the first 164 pages, it it's still, I'm still learning. I'm still learning from all of you. Like someone the other, the other day I had to, I, I switched something that I didn't want to eat what I wrote down. And she said, okay, well, go and have a dinner and send me a thumbs up when it's over. And you know what abstinence is. You know what abstinence is. And so I think we all know what we're supposed to do. Um, but I love that I'm genuinely, divinely inspired because of all the because of all the love and from all of you, you know, to know what an abstinent meal is, <laughs> like to really genuinely know in my heart, to be honest about it. So um, I heard someone mention the birthday party. I've been uh, in, in vision for over three years. And I remember at the birthday party, there was a little room just for the vision people and, and meeting some of you in person. And I can't wait after these three years, if anybody's able to come to the birthday party that I can like see you and touch you and feel you and pray with you. And, and, um, and uh, I, I just appreciate also all the opportunities to be of service on the morning line. And, um, you know, I quit taking commitments because there I, I've had like some health problems and I'm just not on a regular routine. So um, I thank God for his grace for another day. And uh, for my health and my eyeballs and my senses and all of that. And thank everyone again for their shares and I pass. Thanks for the time to talk. Thank you, Audrey M. Eileen, your turn. Leia, I'm assuming um, it's me. My name is Irene, unless there was another Eileen. Wonderful. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. This is Irene B. L. B. from what is now sunny Buffalo, New York. Um, we are in four to five feet of snow, and regretfully, I am not grateful for the snow this morning. <laughs> However, I am grateful that I'm safe and for all the people that are keeping our roads clean and getting people dug out and safe today. Um, I fought the urge to write down what I wanted to share because I wanted it to be so perfect. So I'm going to speak from the heart, and hopefully um, higher power is going to give me the right words. I have so many gratitudes today, but I would like to specifically speak about two. One, um, for the commitment of a vision for you to the traditions of OA and for the purity of working this program and keeping up the the service according to the big book. It has saved my life. Um, No one in this world is perfect except our higher power. However, when we are in relapse and we come back to the rooms of OA, crawling on our belly, looking for a way to stop this madness and live another day when people are not following the traditions and not not serving 
OA as it should, according to the traditions and the principles of the program in the big book, then we lose people. And I am so grateful that when I crawled back on my belly in the worst relapse, because I actually got sicker in the rooms of OA, that I found the angels of this program, all of you. And that's, that goes to the founders more than anyone. However, for everyone who just shares on topic every day, I, am, I, I derailed. I derailed and I was heading towards death. And I was able to put my life on the railroad tracks that you provide every morning. And I am so grateful for that service. And I hope to be well enough one day to be part of that service. And secondly, real quickly, I want to thank everyone for their pithy one-liners. Um, one day at a time, act as if all the things that I eye-rolled every time I heard them when I wasn't ready are the, one, are the things that saved my life. How did I get out of relapse? One day at a time, I was practicing a program of, of addiction instead of a program of recovery. And then one day I woke up and said, I'm going to act as if I'm recovered. And that was all. That was, I don't know if higher power put that in my head or whatever. And I was able to pick up the phone and join you all in that struggle and in that joy. I often hear people say that if anybody got turned around in a meeting or in a business meeting and started arguing and instead of, you know, kick, keeping to the traditions of the program, they should always think, what if there was a newcomer standing in the doorway listening to us? And I feel that everyone in this group does that. I think that they are thinking, thank you, I, I will wrap up. I think they're thinking of the newcomer. And that is what we need to do every single day is think of the person who's still suffering and give back. So I thank you all from the bottom of my heart, and I look forward to the rest of the shares. Bye-bye. Thank you, Irene B. Alexis F., your turn. Thank you, Leah. Um, I'm grateful for the boundaries that I'm setting now. Uh, for the people that I'm setting them with and for myself. Um, I'm grateful for uh, the experiences and the, the uh, shares that I hear here because they give me hope. And um, hopefully I can do the same for someone who, who needs it. Um, I'm grateful for learning. I didn't go to college, but I learned a lot through people, meetings, different kinds of meetings that I go to. I've learned a lot of things that, um, you know, I can share with the people in this program and in the other programs. Um, I'm more grateful for um, being, uh, be more grateful. I have more gratitude for being uh, the person that I am today um, than I did before. I was um, very uh, prideful, greedy, lustful. I had a lot of uh, different character defects that, um, you know, God has lifted from me. And uh, uh, um, 
one day at a time, you know, the, the character defects are lifted just like the abstinence is giving. I'm grateful that when I look at a table full of food, there's something in my gut and in my heart that says, I know I can't have that. I know I can't have that for the rest of my life. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the journey, every day of the journey, um, the experiences along the way, and uh, the feelings and the attitudes and every part that makes up the journey. Um, I'm grateful for my daughter read a uh, something she was writing for uh, she's in school, and it was about a, a women's global health. And it was saying that children, 10 years old, are getting married to 70-year-old men. It was a four-year-old that married a 70-year-old man in Afghanistan, this was. And uh, I thought, I was 19 when I got married. And I thought I was very immature. In fact, I got an annulment for my own immaturity in marrying at that age. And I was grateful for learning about that because I never thought about it. 300,000 little girls marry men over the age of 40 in this country. Um, so learning and... Um, Time, please, Alexis. Yes, thank you. Thank you for your share, Alexis S. Anita J., your turn. Thank you. Thank you, Leah. Um, I love your voice and all that you did for this program and are continuing to do. I'm trying to think of the most important, simple gratitudes I have, and probably it is that, you know, in 1978, I walked into a temple in Framingham, Massachusetts, into my first OA meeting. And it was held in the same room that I used to weigh people for the diet workshop. And I thought, is this odd or is it God? Well, anyway, it's been a long journey since. And, you know, people think OA has evolved, and it probably has, but I evolved. I finally became teachable. I did not know what an ego I had. I just couldn't surrender. And thank God God doesn't have a timeline. I mean, you got to get it in three years, otherwise you're out of here. That didn't happen. It wasn't until February 4th, 2014, that I dialed into a vision for you, and it changed my life, I could tell you. It's... um. It did. I finally didn't have to be, you know, a need or the uh, whatever. I could just be me, Anita, Toby. That was my childhood name. Toby is so happy. She doesn't have, she can just be herself now. And I can be myself. And, you know, I stopped expecting things from my family. And the more I've let go of them, the more they've come. I'm um, I'm just grateful. I guess I can't even put it into words, except except that it's the best way to live your life. 
Yes, I'm glad that I made one birthday party because, you know, I came in at the age of 42 and now I am 87. I can't believe I'm 87, but my arthritic back knows I'm 87. My macular degeneration knows it, but the rest of me don't know it. And it's just been a wonderful journey here. Forever how much longer God wants me to be of service. Um, he's molded me. He's made me a grateful person. And, uh, you know, you hear that. It's trite, but it's true. A grateful heart does not eat. And uh, can you believe after all these years that I don't want to eat that stuff? Enough already. And um, anyway, I love you all. I just want you to know that, folks. And I pass. Thank you so much, Anita J. Next, we have Laurel. Hi, this is Laurel B. from Wakanda, Illinois. And um, thank you, Leah, for your service and everybody on this meeting. Um, I've had two deaths um, recently in my life. My mom just died and three months before my sister died. And um, just the outpouring of love from people and vision from you and from Recovery Jam and Language of the Heart, just people um, coming forward to pay their respects and offer words of encouragement has kept me going. And of course, I'm ever grateful to um, my sponsees and um, and just my fellows in the program. Um, I know that my mom was 50 years sober when she died, and she was grateful. She lived a grateful, humble life and a great legacy of an example of gratitude. And I'm certain that's what kept her sober for so long was her gift of gratitude to others. And um, it was just amazing. And um, I am blessed, so blessed to have the support of you guys um, because I don't have any regrets when my, my sister passed away and I was able to be there for her um, before she went into the home and then when my mom passed in the hospital rather quickly um, up until that time I was consistently in my mom's life um, giving to her and I know that that couldn't be possible if it weren't for, for going to OA and um, and um, being in recovery. And I'm also grateful. I have a great sponsor, Melissa uh, C., who's just uh, helped me along the way. And um, I just uh, have so much to be grateful for. Um, It's hard. Uh, uh, The grief process isn't easy. Uh, You can't 10 step away of grief. But uh, just having uh, friends and fellows in the program to help along the way is just uh, means so much to me. So I couldn't let today pass by without um, thanking everybody in this meeting and um, just people along the way. So with that, I pass. Thank you so very much for allowing me to share. Thank you, Laurel B. Joy, your turn.
star one to unmute. I have joy. I do have joy. <laughs> Is there a joy you would like to share this morning? Perhaps not. The next name on my list, Adini M. Star one to unmute. Thank you, dearest Leah. And all of my fellows for your unconditional love, which is service. Good morning, my spiritual brothers and sisters. My name is Irini M. from New York. Gratefully recovered from compulsive overeating and so many other behaviors that weighed my heart. Thank you, God. Always giving credit. Always giving credit where credit is due. There's not enough words that I can express except thank you, God. Thank you, God, for my life, for the people that you have placed in my life. And so I would like to take just a moment of silence to focus and to to join me, if you like, to listen to our breath, feel our heart and our pulse beat mostly cultivating this sense of knowing that no matter what happens in our lives, we are always being taken care of. Thank you, God. Having a smile on our hearts and feeling our souls together as one, being overfilled with God's love. And really feeling our connection with ourselves, with one another, and mostly from God. Inhaling love, truth, and purity and exhaling the love and light of God onto the world. Please join me to express this gratitude of love as a prayer in silence for just a few moments of connection. Thank you all for giving me this opportunity to share my heart with all of you. I love you all. Thank you, God. I pass. Thank you, Edie M. Joni C., your turn. This is Joni C. from Madison, Minnesota. Gratefully recovered, but not cured. Um, I am just so very grateful to God um, for loving me when I was unlovable, for freeing me from being a slave to uh, eating, not only eating and bulimia, but to drugs, alcohol, smoking, sex, pornography, swearing. I used to swear every other word was was F this and F that, and that he was directing my life even when I didn't know him. Um, He brought me to this small town um, after I'd lived in the cities for about 30 years, and, and I went to doctors, to psychiatrists, to specialists, and they could never 
define what was wrong with me. And um, I, I got to Madison. I was, well, first of all, I was, was going to buy a house somewhere in rural Minnesota, and it didn't matter where. We were just going to get one, that, get a house that was the best deal. And it happened to be in Madison. And since I've been to Madison, the very first time that I was with with um, the doctor, he realized I was bipolar. I'd been uh, diagnosed bipolar when I was 13, and I was put on on lithium, which I hated, and I hated the the lithium levels where I had to have blood drawn and I didn't tell any of the doctors after that that I was bipolar and no one picked up on it until I got to Madison population 1300 and I have uh, I went from I also have chronic fatigue syndrome and I went from from um, being in bed 90% of the time, and now I'm not. I'm. I have a job that I work twice a week. I work 14 hours. Um, I'm not suicidal. I belong to a church that I feel like I belong in for the first time in my life. Um, I'm walking. I'm just doing so much more, and I'm just. So very grateful to God for all the blessings he's given me. Undeserved. Thank you. Thank you for sharing with us, Joni C. Judith S.P., your turn. Hi, uh, my name is Judith S.P. from Maryland, and uh, gratitude. I'm grateful that God has been able to uh, come into my life because I was so broken, and now the light comes in along with the love, along with you, Leah, along with this fellowship, and along with the knowledge that I'm no longer alone. And I'm so amazed and grateful that when I go to the big book and live in the big book, primarily every pronoun is we, we and i hope to god that as i share my eyes turn into we's because god is with me all the time so it's always we but it's going to take a long time for me to get into the rhythm of we instead of i and it's a work in progress a simple prayer that I can always call upon is thank you. Thank you, God. I know many other prayers, and I'm learning many more, in addition to the prayers that I spontaneously create from within, knowing that God is directing me. But if everything else goes, thank you. Thank you, God. And... uh There's a book that I read daily. It's not part of our fellowship's approved literature. But one little critter says to the other, 
do you see the glass half empty or do you see it half full? And the wise older critter says, I'm grateful I have a glass. And I am so grateful that I found with God's help and direction, kicking and screaming at the beginning, that I have found my way to recovery. Each day I get up, I know that this is what God is giving me, and I can live in my purpose through listening and being inspired by God. Um, you know, there, there's uh, experiences, I've not yet had it, but from my date of birth to the date of my death, there's a dash. And how am I going to live that dash? And now Thanksgiving has a dash for me. There's thanks-giving. When I thank God, I can live in that dash because God have, has offered me and I have taken my purpose. My purpose is to serve others. And this transformation sometimes is slow in happening. And now I am touching into the authenticity, and I thank you all. Have a great day, and with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Judith S.P. Can I, I go first, because I have to get my son, as you lean after, I have to get my son ready. Is it possible for me to go, or else I'm going to miss? Sorry to interrupt. Why don't you go ahead, Elaine? Okay, I appreciate it, because I've been waiting, and I have to get... Um, I appreciate um, the fellowship. I appreciate that I have a design for living, that I don't have to live a very self-centered life. I could try with my best to live a life of service one minute at a time. Um, I I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about, first of all, the Hebrew prayers. The morning prayers say, thank God for giving me sight. Thank God for giving me the ability to walk. Thank God I could talk. Thank God I could go to the bathroom. And I always thought these prayers are so weird. But you know what? Some people can't walk and some people can talk and some people can't see. You know, I have a friend in the hospital. She can't walk right now. So I, you know, I have a roof over my head. I have clothes on my back. I have, um, I could pay the bills barely. I have an incredibly beautiful son. I have a wonderful husband. Uh, I have a mother who's still alive. And I have a wonderful sister. And I was also thinking like when I think back to five or ten years ago, like I would be complaining about something even five years ago. Let's say I'd be complaining about my mother. And when I look back, I think, what was I complaining about? Because now my mother is much more declined. And when I think five years from now, I'm going to think, why was I worried about five years ago? Because everything is was so good then. Or I complained when I was 35 or when I was 25, when I had health and my parents were alive. So... If I think that way, I think that just for today, just think of the positive. And, you know, I suffer from um, depression and I suffer from negative thinking. It's a big deal for me. And I, I write, I think about gratitude. Um, I, I, I've been going through a really hard time and I sent a picture on Facebook last night of me and my son on the beach and my sister we visited. I thought, well, should I really send this because I'm not really feeling so great? And, like, the fact that I sent the picture made me feel so much better because now everybody feels so much joy seeing this beautiful picture and they're saying 
how beautiful the picture is and I'm looking at all the responses. It just creates like warm, fun vibes between people. And, you know, and it sort of changed my whole thinking and attitude now. Okay, I really appreciate you letting me go. I was waiting. I have to get my son ready. And thank you for this wonderful program. Thank you, Elaine F. Linda R., it's now your Hi, turn. Good. Hi, good morning, Leah. Thank you so much for your service. And also, Melanie and everyone, all the you know, people that you service on the vision. This is Linda R. I'm gratefully recovered in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Um, so I came into program in 1971. It's my year. This is my 51st anniversary on November 29th. And I came in and I'm grateful that I found OA because I was really in the gutter with the food and with my life. And I took my first sponsor and When I look back on that, I am so grateful to that first sponsor who gave me these first three steps with such a great foundation. And, you know, I was very lucky, not lucky, I worked the program, the food part of the program, and got to my healthy body weight. It took me like almost two years. And I'm still, you know, maintaining that healthy weight. However, but I am grateful that I've had back-to-back programs I have not had back-to-back food abstinence for 51 years. I've had some times where I wasn't, you know, adhering to my food plan. However, today I am. And um, what my greatest gratitude is the outlook of of life has changed for me. Um, My connection with God is very, very um, close. I have really spiritually enlarged and I'm continuing to do that part of my program I have a strong ritual um, day where I really, um, you know, do a lot of the daily disciplines. I have a great God squad. Um, I just, there are so many things I wanted to say. My gratitude. I have a wonderful family. Um, I'm very grateful for the, my financial security because when I came in, I did not have financial security and today I have it which is also a state of mind change of attitude towards money um I have a fabulous um social life where I live um I'm working now part-time you know I was chuckling when someone you know older than me shared I mean I'm now I came in at 26 I'm now 75 and I don't really feel my age I just feel very youthful um, I feel like I'm an elder statesman of the community um, and my service, I am, my purpose in life is to serve others. And the best steps that I love are the 10, 11, and 12 because that case keeps me going, especially 11 when I review my day and I know that I'm far from perfect and I always get a do-over the next day, a daily renewal, which I absolutely am grateful for. And of course, step 12, which I love because I'm giving it back and I'm also receiving it. So I just want to say that my cup run is over. Um, I'm still a work in progress. I am teachable and open-minded. And for all of that, I am grateful. And thank you so much for allowing me to share today. Thank you, Linda R. Patty Kay, your turn. 
Good morning, everybody. My name is Patty Kay, and I live in North Carolina, and I am a compulsive overeater. I would say that uh, my gratitude is to um, Vision for You. It has essentially saved my life. Um, I was in a prior food program and then a friend of mine, without success, by the way, and uh, it wasn't this program. It was me. It was all me. But a friend of mine had told me she was listening to the podcast, um, Vision for You, and had recommended it, and which I did about a year ago. Um, and then I um, I broke up with my sponsor with the other food program, which was very difficult for me a lot of praying, hoping I was doing the right thing, and I did get a sponsor through Vision, and um, it has essentially saved my life. Um, I was one that came in with uh, probably very little weight to lose, and um, so I cannot, um, you know, relate to others, but I have had all my life, the emotional pain of um, the food obsession and not able to uh, stop eating once I start. And um, this really kicked in full force several years ago when I put down the alcohol and then uh, I was a dry drunk for a couple of years and, um, and I attempted suicide and I ended up in an inpatient unit. Um, and um, I was a professional, and I had to quit my job, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we all have broken backgrounds, but I will have to say, um, Vision for You changed my life. Um, I do have a sponsee currently, and if somebody would have told me this a year ago that I would be working with someone else or even wanted to have the desire to work for someone else, I would have never believed you um, because I have been self-pity all my life blaming others for my problems, and um, I have been doing this starting from a young age, and um, it became habitual over the years, and um, until I could get rid of the toxic food I was eating and get a clear head and start being grateful for everything I had around me and for my God who has protected me and given me a second chance at life, um, I was just no use to anyone. So, again, I thank you, Alea, um, for your commitment to program and um, everyone else who makes the uh, Monday through Friday meetings possible. I do try to listen to those uh, every day and uh, when I can. And um, I just want to thank my sponsor and um, all the fellows out there and to all the newcomers. And to all the people that are in chronic relapse, that there is hope and don't give up. And uh, because this, this too, it has for me. Thank you. Thank you, Patty Kay. And we have an unusual opportunity to extend our time together today a little bit. So we have time for three to five more shares. Who would like to share? Three to five more names, please. Kristen. Rhonda L. Robin. Kristen. Yes. Z. Kristen. Joy B. California. Joy B. Everybody can hear me. I keep saying my name. But... I heard Kristen. Rhonda L. Ramona A. And Ramona A. 
Joy B. And Joy B. Teresa N. And Teresa N. will wrap us up. Okay. Christian, I believe. I heard. Thank you. I'm Christian C. in New Mexico. And um, I'm just to the meeting. Um, This meeting has been very helpful to me. And one of the... um, one of the reasons why this meeting has been super, well, many, uh, I have, there are many reasons this meeting has been helpful to me, but one of them that I really do appreciate is um, that the group conscience of the meeting is upheld, that um, it's just a very consistently run meeting. And I, I so that gives me a sense of um, security and safety in the meeting because I have been in other um, OA meetings where the group conscience is not upheld and um, you know just things happen on there that don't feel correct like cross talking etc or um, or just the rules of the meeting are, are stepped over like how many times um, members are supposed to share that kind of thing and although those might seem like small transgressions when they happen repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly it sets up a feeling in me of um, of just it, it rattles me. I didn't grow up in a very safe environment, and so I do appreciate consistency. That's very helpful to me. And so um, something that small means that much to me. So I just wanted to say that. Um, and I, the recovery on this meeting is outstanding. I just love listening to the shares, and I love listening to the honesty when people are struggling and they share that, that is just as helpful to me as the recovery um, because it's just it's just raw and honest. So thank you to everybody um, for being a part of my recovery and a part of my um, regaining my sanity. Thank you, Christian. And Rhonda L., your turn. Good morning, everyone at Vision. This is Rhonda L. I'm a compulsive overeater from Toronto, Canada. I just wanted to thank all my new American friends because uh, we celebrate Thanksgiving in October, and um, you guys celebrate in November, and all the friends that I've made on Vision, all the support that I've gotten from people, and... um, Uh, the opportunity to really turn my life around and not be a slave to food and food obsessions and finally, you know, getting toward a healthy body weight. And um, and for the serenity that it's given me, and I'm just very, very thankful for the consistency as well. And Leah, I recognize your voice all the time, and it's just sort of a a comforting voice, and I've gotten to know all the voices. So I just wanted to thank everybody for being there and for having this wonderful meeting and for the progress um, that I've made thus far. That's all. Thank you very much for letting me share. Thank you, Rhonda L. Next we have Ramona A. Oh, good morning, everyone. This is Ramona A., recovered in Vermont. And in the beginning, of when, when the meeting started, I was on my treadmill working, and I said, oh, I won't have to share. 
And that sounds crazy, but I was thinking, how can I fit all that I'm grateful for into three minutes? You know, it would take quite a long time. (laughs) But uh, I say for a girl who was born, grew up partly on uh, dairy farms and with wonderful parents and a good family, but uh, struggled economically, you know, to actually have the chance to grow up and do so many of my dreams, you know, traveling around the world in different places and getting my pilot's license, which was a dream, and designing my own house. But also I lived with this food addiction, and that wasn't my dream. And I married somebody who had the disease of addiction, and we didn't know it at the time. And that certainly wasn't my dream to live many years like that. But God is taking care of everything. He has us both in really good, solid recovery. And there's no way that I can thank him enough for that. You know, that's just the biggest dream of my life. Um, And beyond that, then all the joy that I've had, even from the difficult times, what I've learned, what this program has taught me, what other uh, books and people and, uh, you know, everything, experiences have taught me. I never would have imagined that that possibility was out there for me. And, And so now, you know, somebody was talking about growing older. Well, I'm 75 this year, too. And I'm thinking, okay, what else is out there? What else is out there? Because there certainly are other things. And I'm reading a book now that says, as you grow older, don't give in to just settling. You know, look for look for life, to live life to its fullest. And thank you, God, that now I can. Uh, we both have very good health. And we both have recovery. And what more can you ask for? We both have God. So with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Ramona A. Next, Joy B. I spent a lot of time being sad because I'm 80 years of age, and I just found a vision for you. And then it occurred to me, I am grateful for whenever I have found this organization. I began every every day at 4 a.m. in California time with this meeting. And I love you all, and I'm grateful to you all. So eternally grateful, because at this ancient age, when I thought I knew everything, my two doctorates, my professorial life, my smarty pants being changed, I've changed tremendously. And I have so much to be grateful for. This morning, I can't even tell you what this program has done for me in making me form a new higher power and making me understand that no, 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 the world does not rest on my shoulders. There is a higher power, and that higher power is in charge. And so I am just so grateful to have found this program no matter when. Yes, I would like to have found it when I was younger, but what does that matter right now? I have it now. And it's such value. It is of value. So I think you said Leah founded it. Leah, thanks for your contributions, for whoever founded it, for all the work that all of you do to make it happen. 
so smoothly, so smoothly. I am just so grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Joy B. And our final share for the morning comes from Teresa N. Hi, thank you, Leia. This is Teresa M. from Pennsylvania. Um, I guess, first of all, I'm grateful that I finally had the courage to um, share on Vision for You. Um, I'm currently driving. I live in Pennsylvania. I'm driving to Virginia this morning to see uh, one of my sons play in a rugby game for his college. And... um, a couple of my friends, you know, they're like, ugh, you know, you have to drive all the way down there. And But I am so grateful. Um, you know, I've heard people say, and I try to remember this, if I change, I have to, to, I get to, it makes all the difference. And that is really the way I feel about this. Several years ago when my son was in middle school and in high school, he really struggled with anxiety. He wouldn't leave his room. Um, He was suicidal, institutionalized. And I am so grateful that I get to drive over three hours to go see him play rugby, to be living his life to the fullest, to... um, You know, I'm grateful that I have a car to go to do it, that I have the time and the resources, because not everybody can do that. Um, And I heard a speaker years ago who spoke about, I believe it was on Vision for You, and I think she may have been on the line today, um, talked about when going through rough times, asking God, like, please show me the blessing. And I'm so grateful that I heard her share that many years ago because it has really helped me get through difficult situations. It's a lot, it's easy to be grateful after the fact when I can see something that came from it. You know, I can look for it. But when I'm in it, in the the struggle or the whatever it is, Like right now I'm going through a divorce. We were married 25 years, um, and this has been going on for three years, the divorce, and it's been very difficult. But when I take the time to look at, um, you know, what is the blessing? God, please show me the blessing. I can see how much I've grown, how much I've learned about myself going through this process, um, how much stronger I actually am than I ever thought I was. And, um, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to share, just my gratitude for where my life is today and what I've gone through to get here. And um, also for all the people that share. And some of the words they say stick with me and have made such a difference in my life. So thank you. And thank you for your service, Leah. And thank you for your share, Teresa N. Thank you to everyone who shared today. Such precious time we've had together. Thank you for sharing your hearts, your minds, and your spirits on the line this morning. 
May our lives continue to be a demonstration of what the grace of God can do. And let's all take this day as a gift from God and rejoice in it with gratitude. Thank you for giving so much of yourselves this morning. The share ID for today, 19,658. That's 19658. And let's close now. And we'll do so from page 164 in a chapter entitled, A Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.